It's Tuesday, September 12, 2023. With a storm named Daniel and the relentless rains that authorities are describing as a biblical catastrophe. First Greece, now Libya. Flooding causes widespread death and devastation. The continent has enough potential to be entirely self-sufficient with the mixture of wind, solar, geothermal, sustainable biomass, and hydropower. First ever African Climate Summit issues call for global carbon tax on fossil fuels. Plus, I don't want it to happen when I'm winning up 6410. I wanted the momentum to keep going. But hey, if that's what they felt that they needed to do to get their voices heard, I can't really get upset at it. Climate protests interrupt U.S. Open Tennis Championship. All of those interruptions and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So is the government controlling the weather with laser beams? Yes, yes, they absolutely are, Jesse Waters. And you go tell everyone on Fox News about that right away. You get them. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, another grim weekend of uh, extreme weather around the world in Libya in particular. What do you got for us today? Well, first up, we are keeping an eye on Hurricane Lee, which is churning in the record hot Atlantic Ocean, where it could potentially impact the U.S. Northeast. When Lee hit Category 5 status late last week, it was a new record. For the first time, all seven tropical cyclone basins have produced a Category 5 storm in the same year. A measure of how human-caused climate change and El Nino have heated ocean waters to record levels. Or a measure of how dangerous those laser beams are. The heat in the oceans is also turbocharging astonishing storms. Hong Kong, China was absolutely crippled late last week by the heaviest rain in 140 years of record keeping. Six inches of rain in one hour turned streets into raging rivers and caused widespread infrastructure damage and destruction. In eastern Libya, officials say more than 10,000 people are missing or dead after Torrential rains and floods from Mediterranean storm Daniel ripped through the city of Derna and swept away entire neighborhoods. The same storm in Greece inundated nearly 300 square miles of crops and is causing acute water shortages due to contaminated floodwaters. In other news, international climate diplomacy is shifting into high gear. At the first ever Africa Climate Summit late last week, heads of state unanimously adopted the Nairobi Declaration, which calls for a new global carbon tax on fossil fuel pollution, the phasing out of coal, and ending government subsidies for fossil fuels, plus reform of the global financial system to unlock large-scale investment in clean energy. They also called for more financing from wealthy countries that are historically responsible for man-made climate change to help developing countries adapt because they are now bearing the brunt of climate impacts. They are indeed. Look at Libya. At the Group of 20 summit over the weekend, 
demand. Leaders agreed to triple renewable energy capacity globally by 2030 and to boost climate finance and adaptation funding for developing countries. But the G20 statement did not mention cutting emissions, and nations failed to agree to phase out fossil fuels that drive climate change, reportedly due to opposition from Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, and India. What a surprise. Meanwhile, a first-of-its-kind report by the United Nations finds some progress since the Paris Climate Agreement was reached in 2015, but the report warns the world is not on target to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Quote, the window of opportunity to secure a livable and sustainable future for all is rapidly closing. The report says governments must move faster to cut pollution and called for the phasing out of fossil fuels, phasing out of the internal combustion engine, and ending $450 billion in annual government subsidies for coal, oil, and natural gas. Wouldn't need to do it if we just ended all the laser beams. Finally, climate protesters interrupted the U.S. Open Tennis Championship for about an hour late last week, garnering criticism from some fans who questioned the effectiveness of lumping in potential allies with the fossil fuel industry and those responsible for delaying action. But in a press conference, new U.S. Open champion, 19-year-old Coco Goff, whose semifinal match was interrupted, says she accepts climate science and sympathizes with their goals. You know, I 100 percent, you know, believe in that. I think there's things that we can do better. The moments like this, yeah, are the history defining moments. And like I said, I prefer it not to happen in my match, but I wasn't pissed at, you know, the protesters. You know, I always speak about uh, preaching about what you feel and what you believe in. And it was done in a peaceful way, so I can't get too mad of it. Good for her. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks, Mastodons, and sites still known as Twitter at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. So I was